Twitter shares remain in focus after yesterday's report of a whistleblower complaint from the former head of security. To discuss what this means for the company, I'd like to welcome Do Dr. Chris Pearson, CEO of Black Cloak. Thanks so much for joining us, Chris. Really appreciate it. Hi, Caroline. Good to be here. So these are some serious allegations against Twitter as it relates to security, privacy, content moderations. Uh, what do you think the key takeaway is in terms of the biggest issues facing Twitter right now? I think that there are really three main issues here. The first one is going to be internal security and any exposures for users, especially users that are high profile individuals, politicians, journalists, highly exposed individuals globally. Second one is going to be, did Twitter provide information that is contrary to what actually is happening on the inside of it from a security and privacy perspective to the regulatory agencies, such as the Federal Trade Commission, in response to their 2011 uh, consent decree, as well as the later settlement and also the SEC? And third, you know, right now, this seems like there's a lot of relevant uh, pertinent information relating to the actual lawsuit between Elon Musk and Twitter that is going to be at odds and really is quite honestly at the heart of the matter. We haven't heard Twitter's side of the story yet, although Twitter has come out and said that the complaint is riddled with inaccuracies, that it uh, lacks context. But just in terms, I do want to talk about what it can mean for that deal with Elon Musk, but at first just in terms of damage for Twitter, how damaging could it be for the company? Yeah, so think about it this way, is that whenever you're going through an M&A event, there's always going to be the questions on what lawsuits are in, in uh, uh, happening right now, which ones are anticipated, and what is the scope and breadth of those actual lawsuits and actions. Uh, now you have a new one, and potentially you now have additional actions, both in terms of potential shareholder actions and lawsuits, as well as potential regulatory actions and lawsuits. There is going to be a cost that is ascribed to those items that could, number one, impact that pre-negotiated sales price. Number two, could actually under our, you know, to its detriment, impact the quality of the underlying asset that you are buying. For example, if the number of spam bots that are on Twitter is up at 10%, 20%, or whatever it is, or the quality of the data there is not what it should be then the overall asset that is being purchased is not going to be worth what it originally was thought to be. And that's really going to be the heart of the issue in this case. So obviously Musk's headline complaint is that Twitter misrepresented the number of monetizable daily active users, that there are more bots or spam accounts. But does this complaint talk about bots or spam accounts at all, the whistleblower complaint? It, it, it actually does. Um, what's interesting is, is that in the whistleblower complaint, there are the allegations there. Once again, only one side of the story, but there are the allegations there that the level of spam bots and the fake accounts that are there on Twitter is higher or unknown, or there's not a good grasp on what it is. Uh, and also that right there's some issues there in terms of people being incentivized to push forward at a daily active users type of uh, type of uh, scenario so that that's what they're actually compensated on, which could be a reason why people are not actually removing as many bots. Now, Twitter vehemently disagrees with that characterization. At the end of the day, this is going to be something that is discoverable, something where quantifiable evidence is going to need to be uh, brought forward. But now Elon Musk's legal team does have a new individual to subpoena, a new individual to, to depose. 
And Twitter also has now a duty and obligation to go ahead and find out are there any other documents that it has that are discoverable that it needs to pass over to Elon Musk's uh, uh, legal team to go ahead and further dig into this issue? So it does seem like that headline item of, I don't believe what I actually bought is what I intended to buy in terms of that, that full-blown you know, active user Twitter accounts being really important. Um, that's going to be the heart of the matter, and it is what we are currently seeing right now. So could there be broader fallout for the, the tech space or the social media space? Because I'm looking at Twitter shares. They're up 2.5% right now. Meta's up 1.5%. Snap is up almost 2%. So investors don't seem all that concerned, at least at this point. But what could the, the broader spillover look like? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they can monitor the market today and make a one-to-one uh, -one comparison necessarily. I mean, the broader implications here are pretty big. So first of all, for all high-profile users that are on Twitter, we're talking about politicians, journalists, highly exposed individuals, Twitter has information about you. It allows the tracking of your GPS and location. It has your IP address. It has your personal cell phone number. It actually knows information about your device. Is it at the right patch level? All of those pieces of information could be used and useful to a foreign nation state, to a foreign intelligence agency. And what has been alleged in the whistleblower complaint is that Twitter does not have the right access controls internally to protect that information and who is accessing the information. As a result, that is highly, highly suspect, could be a national security issue because, as you know, We've seen a lot of the past years of policy being made at a country level over Twitter. If you know the location where someone currently is or that's on your system, that could be a physical threat that, once again, a cybersecurity threat that moves into a physical threat and could be one that is more globally known. I think the issue of social media, high-profile individuals, executives, and politicians, journalists, all the rest is going to be really thrust into the forefront here. All right. Well, we appreciate you breaking it down for us. And obviously, uh, we'll see how this all develops. Dr. Chris Pearson, CEO of Black Cloak, thanks so much. Thank you.